We're going to go. You ready? Can, yeah. I don't know how it's going to be with you being actually in a room with me. I'm a bit confused and scared at this point. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, delighted <laughs> to be joined in the same room. In person. In person. In the, the flesh. I can't even remember what I say next. The one and the only DL. How uh, are you, mate? Uh, face to face. Face to face. I got so excited. I forgot what the intro was. I'm good, man, and I'm glad to see you, right. and uh, it feels like we're doing this like whole like, oh, we're all on Zoom again thing like with COVID, <laughs> but it was just, you know, you were traveling and doing I was stuff, across the so. pond. Absolutely yeah, man. was, it's man. It's to... weird being in the same room. Like, I'm, I'm just having to get back used to actually talking, not talking over you. <laughs> or like talking with like a delay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. I feel like, I feel like this, the editing time is going to be reduced significantly, which makes me so fucking happy. Was it that bad? See, this <laughs> oh, is it was awful. Viewers, I don't do any editing. I'm that dickhead. <laughs> So whenever we ever make money, you know, the split's going <laughs> Tommy's way. We're not, gonna, we're not having a, uh, what's it called? What was that one podcast on Barstool where there was like this big debate? It was like a chick one. Oh, oh daddy yeah, something. I remember that one. Yeah, Call yeah, me daddy yeah, yeah. or something. And there was like this big, like, you know, rev split debate that we won't be having that. No. Should we ever make money? Well, I don't know. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. Anyway. At some point, I'll, I'll make you get more involved. Yeah, some point. And then you, <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can help your split un- a little unforeseen, bit. From unforeseen 90 point. to 85. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, it's, life's been good. Uh, you know, I've been hanging out. I think I've gotten a fair amount through like i've watched a lot of stuff it's been about two weeks i feel like i've done loads as well because it's rain it just rains yeah it's been raining since i saw batman it was raining two weeks before that it's been (laughs) raining three weeks apparently it's gonna be raining through all the way through august so sydney's just gone crazy used to rain so what's what's happening this is my uk when i was in the uk it was delightful yeah it was cold (laughs) but it was sunny apparently melbourne has like the best summer ever but like this is this is rain till august so like it's a good thing there's all this good content out because there actually has been a lot of like shows and stuff so it's been really easy to be a couch potato before we get into it this is a good time to say there's going to be time codes in the description so if you guys wanted to listen to us banter about our days feel free or you can jump to the main topic which i have been asking dre to do for so long and i'm so excited to talk about so that long it's like a month wow been out Since it came long. out. It's barely even been out. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's barely even finished, to be probably honest. Um, uh, it's funny because my favorite podcast I listen to all the time, they they literally just burn through content. So this came out and the day it had finished, they were doing a podcast about it. And I'm like, <laughs> and there's me like three weeks later, like, come on, Dre, we're so far behind. We're, we're not. Wants, yeah. We're not really. So what have you been up to speaking of content? I finished The Sinner, which was, you know, good. Castlevania season three. So I'm just kicking on with the same stuff. Um, I rewatched. I, I can't remember season three. Sorry, what happens in? It's kind of uneventful so far. Okay, it's like they're at this. There's these priests that are like, you know, it's it's like this chapel's attracting broken men. Are they filling the vac the the void type thing? It's like there's a they're filling the void. Of like yeah, I don't know, man. It's there's not that much happening so far. Right. Dracula's son is just hanging out with these two Asian people, <laughs> um, like these two Japanese style like uh, I don't know warriors, and then. What else is happening? The other guys like the the Alakart. Al, that's Alakart. But what is the what is the guy who is like his other forge maker that is like really like it's sadistic? A long time since I've watched. He like it. hits himself with like the oh. black guy. Anyway, he's off like creating his own army. Um, oh. And then what else, dude? It's there's not that much is happening. The two main characters, the like 
peacemaker like it's not peacemaker, peacemaker. Whoops. the uh <laughs> what is the what do they call them i can't even remember the you, magic people you've got the you've got the female character who's yeah, magic what, and you've but got what the, do they call her it's you've like, got the it's other maker but it's something maker i, I can't i don't anyway. know it's a long time since i've seen it why yeah, don't you just google it while we i'll google it while you're talking in any case they are in this t- they're just enjoying kind of like their little married life style and their little wagon where they go kill the night monsters and they come across a town where the priests are actually bad again and they're attracting bad characters and they're doing something dark and this town ma- it's like a witcher it's like a, out of a witcher movie Ooh. this 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 part of it our witcher mission but uh and he, they're trying to get to the bottom of it it's very you know i like the show but this is a slow start for this season but i'm still enjoying it how many episodes how, how many apps are you in i think like two or three it's very it's very slow but it's how it's like eight, ten episodes yeah no look i'm still enjoying it it's just slower than a lot i mean the first two seasons started with like all-out war against dracula like episode two so it's just a bit of a slow are pace. you talking about the trevor belmont character that i've just trevor belmont and the other lady uh cypher is that a name yes and what she's like a spanish voice actor i think i think so um i'm not even gonna try and say that Ale- alejandra what is she called she's called cypher cypher yeah, they're like a uh, anyway they oh, she's a part of some sect anyway um yeah castlevania's good Rewatched knives out with gail good film so good we should have talked about that at the time a really good movie maybe when the sequel comes out we'll talk about the sequel, sequel and the cast looks exciting yeah, because it's completely different, right? Yeah, and it well, I didn't see if it's completely different, but I saw some of the actors, and I'm like, oh, that, this would be good. Completely different cast, just keeping Daniel Craig in his... Which is what they should do. Cluedo-style role. Which, which totally makes sense. Um, Wait, Cluedo's not the... <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah, Cluedo. <laughs> you mean like Clue? Death on the Nile, yeah. We call it Cluedo in the UK. That's a oh, very okay. subtle difference. Okay. I don't know why. That's such a weird difference. Sorry, what else have you been doing? Talk to me. Uh, a couple of dumb romantic comedies because, you know, the partner picks half the of time. Of course. What If, which had uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it. I have not heard of this. It's like a romantic comedy with Daniel Radcliffe and what's his name? Um, Adam Driver. Really? Yeah. Now that's a weird pattern. I mean, it's like, it was actually a good, it was funny. It was enjoyable as far okay. as romantic comedies go. If you have to slip one in with your partner. I'd recommend it. Then Trust we had to watch it's... Home Again, which is another one which was not one I would recommend. Okay. That's one that with Reese, Reese Witherspoon that I had to watch. But the most important thing would I've Would you not doing... slip it into that one? Is that what you... <laughs> no, I'm saying like skip <laughs> skip that one entirely. I just love your choice of words. Uh, do not slip it in. <laughs> Hereditary. Mm. My God, is it frightening. Talk to me. It's so scary. I know the vague premise. Can it's you give fucking... Can you give me the non-spoiler version? It's just... Uh, the non-spoiler version. The synopsis does it quite well. I remember reading the synopsis and being like, well, that's just like telling me nothing, but very, very ominous. It's like a family who live in another family's house, right? And they're sort of vaguely trying to take over in the background. I I remember it. Um, No. No. Okay. All right. It is a family. Okay. Honestly, I'm just going to read. You you read away. I'm going to read the synopsis of it because it was so accurate. Uh, Like hereditary. How do you spell this? (laughs) There we go. It It was so accurately uh oh man they, they've changed it the netflix one was better but a grieving family is haunted by a tragic and disturb is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences that is not the one on netflix it's much better but it's basically well, it doesn't tell me anything there's a m- 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 the netflix one was something like a family deals sorry, sorry with i'm har- not thinking of hereditary i'm thinking of parasite that's what i'm, th- I'm thinking of the wrong film oh, very different hereditary is yeah. the one Heredit- where they bait and switched from the trailer right it looked like it was going to be the little girl all along and it wasn't um don't want to answer that, but no, I mean like we're not giving any spoilers here. That, it looks like it's going to be the little girl, right? Um, don't want to answer. I that. haven't seen it, so, so, I, don't. so I mean like I didn't see the trailer, but the little right. girl is creepy for sure. She so without without being rude to a person, the, she the, that character looks very. I creepy. mean, they made her look even worse. Yeah, it's all they dirty did. and stuff. But the <laughs> the the point being, 
a family deals with the tragic loss while uncovering something about their past in the background that yeah. and dealing with mo- what is the word they use? Malicious? Malignant, malicious Man- forces? Malignant? Malevolent? What's the word with the M that's dangerous? I don't know. Malevolent? It's not malevolent. That's benevolent I'm thinking of. That's a different Benevolent word. is good. Malicious is a good word. I, I think like it was that. like, it was like malicious. It was, but it was more like uh, sci-fi either word. Anyway, this, this is the part of the show where we can't remember words. We do this. For, <laughs> yeah, we got to cut all this. But this is the girl, Millie Shapiro is who you're talking about. Yes. And the, she, yeah, you're right. She does not, I mean... She is a bit creepy looking. Let's I mean, just just the trailer nice. alone does that her a lot of justice yeah, for how fucking frightening creepy she is. I mean, that movie that, is fucking frightening. It's fucking frightening. Worth it? Uh, I would watch it. Yeah. Okay. But cool. don't plan on like sleeping. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> enjoying enjoying watching it. Like it's fr- it's frightening. <laughs> it's like a slow build. It's actually like two movies in one. Okay. Um, like I, I like I think I've had this spoiled for, like a lot of it spoiled for me on the internet, but I know that the spoilers for Hereditary. Yeah, let's just hereditary. say spoilers for Hereditary. Let's say that. That's yeah, easier. I know hereditary. that the girl dies very early. Oh, that's a bummer. Early, earlier in the film than you think she's going that's to. That's a bummer because it was think, quite surprising for yeah. me. Yeah. But you know, it's it so, flips to a different character. It's who so early are. that actually it's not that big a spoiler. Yeah. And I, um, I think that got spoiled for a lot of people from various um, awards, ceremonies, and such. But that, that doesn't really change. Anyway, I'll stop. It, it doesn't your 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 point like oh you think it's the girl well like just just she's still involved yeah all right okay yeah. cool that's it that's interesting because I didn't yeah. know she was I didn't realize she was a recurring character <laughs> she's frightening anyway that was fucking frightening and a twenty four again fucking a twenty four although movie. that was one where they yeah. they didn't really subvert expectations they did in not. the trailer they did not it's that, fucking scary. other than the girl thing like the trailer's pretty much bang on what it's gonna be right like it's a creepy I didn't see the trailer again but it is it's it's a slow build horror okay. Good. And then lastly, man, I've been playing a crap ton, shit ton, a lot of Spider-Man and Deathloop. I basically finished Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm almost done. Um, How many percentage are you in? Like 93. You've done like so that much of the game. Apparently. You're, you're, yeah. trying to, you're trying to finish it. I didn't. Well, I'm 93% through the campaign. I don't know what the okay. rest is. Like, I think that's telling you the percentage you've done of the game. Then I'm, yeah, I'm pretty close. You're doing pretty good. Done. I think I got 98 or something and I just didn't, I didn't have a clue what the last 2% was. So I was like, I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Fuck it. <laughs> Deathloop is probably one of the coolest games I've played Tidy. in the last like three years. I'm it's so glad. So that's, a re- that's a recommendation for me. Like I, yeah, I get your, your partner was messaging me over Christmas. Like he's got a PS5. I want. I don't know to get him, and yeah. I don't know what to do. And I was like, just. She, she said she asked me whether she'd buy a different game. I can't remember what it was off my head. I was like, do do not buy that. Oh, it's Call, Call of Duty. I was like, yeah, no. Do not buy get a Call of Duty shooter. Yeah. He's gonna play. It's gonna be Halo if he gets one, right? Like, so yeah. just don't worry about it. And then I was just like, this Death Loop's new. It's interesting. Like, it looks a bit quirky. Why don't you try that? Dude, it's so creative. It's really cool. That's awesome. Because yeah, you, really cool it's literally stuck in a Death Loop, right? So like, you play until you die, and then you've got a kind of. It, are there certain save points in it? It's honestly, if you're gonna play it, I'd rather you just experience. Like, it's I kind probably, of probably there's too many good games. It's it, dude. It's like one of the best games I've played in a long time. Really, I would highly recommend better than it. Halo. Uh, it's more, it's more like Halo. Like it's hard to compare it to Halo because Halo is like this blockbuster that can't yeah, okay. really, like, stray too far from the formula. Like yeah, Halo okay. becoming an open world game was like this crazy, like quasi open world game Whoa. It was this crazy change. Whereas this is like almost like, it, it's like its own. It's it's so creatively different it's than anything beast. I played. Yeah, that like yeah, I would say yes. It is a more creative, interesting, and honestly, like I haven't finished Halo. I'm still and I'm playing this because it's more fun. Oh wow, really? Yeah. 
That's so interesting. Like Halo's cool. It's great. I'll always like it. But like, this is definitely a more like creative. Have you finished a career mode on career mode? That's the wrong word. Career mode. <laughs> you finished you like story, the NBA. story mode. Yeah. No, I haven't even finished it. No, I haven't. Halo, you haven't finished story mode. No, I, I stopped. Wow. I, I will finish it, but I just haven't. I'm yet. very surprised by that with you. Yeah, same. Um, but definitely was just like it's grabbing. It's so different that it's grabbing me. I love that your hand signals. It's grabbing you by the nuts. That's what yeah, it looks it's like. like. It's grabbing you by the nuts. And it's, hold- <laughs> it's holding it's on. Holding on tight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just like a mix of so many different, like, and apparently this studio is really, really good. Um, it's like this French studio. I don't know anything about them. I only know. Arkham or something. Okay. I only know about the game and, uh, I saw the original trailers a while ago and I thought, oh, I might play that. And then as soon as 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 your partner was like, what should I do? I was like this. Just a high level. You are stuck in a death loop. You don't really know why you're kind of uncovering it as the character. Like, because he he loses his memory, okay, and so it's like you're just discovering things as you play, and it's really must, really interesting. He must remember every single loop, though. Well, that's kind of the idea. Well, like the, the idea is you st- like you're basically st- you're building to something that everyone else already knows is going to happen, and you're trying to change what is apparently the inevitable. Makes sense. So everyone else seems to remember, but Terminator Two Judgment Day, and then you're all like you're basically it's all like a detective story. Is it so just you're going, you through, the, know, you're going right, through the same right. loop at different times of day, figuring out more information that affects how you would play it Get through the, the next time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this detective story mixed with like a Christopher Nolan time movie mixed is with it, assassins. Is it just the the central? finite point that you don't know so you know what like he remembers all the things he does each time he comes back he just doesn't well, you remember. played it so you you know he just doesn't remember what happens at the end well the the end he's trying to mani- based off what he learns he's mm. trying to manipulate the different scenarios to get to this end game scenario that will help him break the loop but there's other people that are actively trying to stop that from happening Interesting. and the way they like do it with multiplayer is like once you've beaten the game you can play as one of the people trying to break the like stop him from breaking the loop that's fun and so the multiplayer is like really well integrated into the single player this it's this super just cool. this just reminds me of do you remember when we did our episode on that terrible movie boss boss level was it called <laughs> it was shout out for that that, it wasn't ter- that pod it was terrible it was it wasn't frank grillo it was awful. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> terrible. It just wasn't amazing. It was not a good movie. Yeah. The ending of that was awful. You know what? I've actually got friends who stopped listening to this was. podcast because of that one. <laughs> really? That's terrible. Why are you mad at us? We didn't make the movie. We didn't make a crap movie. Yeah. There was just no content out that week. Yeah. That's um, so cool, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, how about you, man? I just talked for way too long. No, it's good. I've done a bunch. I, honestly, I've done a bunch of stuff too. So I've tried to narrow it down to a few things that I thought you might find interesting rather than just babbling on about everything. Thank that's you happened. for that. It's all right. I, these are things I found interesting too. So we talked a little bit last week about the boys getting a, a fresh trailer mm-hmm. and a fresh release date. We're pumped for that. We're psyched for coming back to that at some point. Are however, you just, oh, okay. I was like, are you just going to repeat however, the news no. you like the boys that much? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, good. We already knew that, yeah. Well, on Amazon Prime, they just released a new, I don't know how to call it. It's like a short mini series uh, called The Boys Presents Diabolical. And what it is, is it's a bunch of like, it's just short short stories set in, set in the boys' world, but more sort of the... The, the graphic novel world mm. so it's a bunch of weird shit and each one's directed by a different person so it is the same world it's the same world yeah more, more like the graphic novels so they're all animated and they're all like oh, short, so it's short not things. the same world no no no, no. it's not not the with the actual universe. characters ah, same universe yeah whatever you want to call it so like the first one for example follows around a dude who works in the vault building as one of the testers for the babies that they're putting them through yeah and he can't he can't like he gets attached to one of the babies and he doesn't want to let them just dispose of it. So he helps the baby 
Like find out. It's really interesting. And that's a weird one. But then there's another weird one with, you know, Aquafina, who was in the Shang-Chi movie. She was the si- she was a sidekick character. She was his best mate who yeah, did, who yeah, didn't yeah. fall in love with at the end. There's one where it's her and she takes some of the, the Vought stuff and her superpower is that she has a talking shit. I don't know how else to explain it to you. It's shit? weird. Yes, literally. It's a terrible superpower. But there's re- that, there's some weird ones. But there's some really, really As interesting, if I, like, good don't ones. I don't want to be, have privacy when I'm taking shit. Well, yeah. it's talking to you. That it's sounds just, terrible. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah. No, no, just a talking shit. One that follows around. Only one. She just fires it it's out. It's not every time. It's really strange. But there's some really good ones. Like there's one which is like the Homelander's first mission with the Seven. Mm-hmm. And it's about how he's got this paranoia about Black Noir and thinking that Noir's trying to undermine him <laughs> and then it, that's a really good episode highly recommend that if you like there's some you should so this watch. is already out yeah yeah it's all on oh, it's all okay. on amazon prime and there was one and the other one i'd recommend is one where huey and billy butcher find the guy who supplies all of the superheroes with their different types of drugs and their weird kicks <laughs> and he gets him to spike one of th- this guy who's getting like um He's getting commended for whatever, like X amount of years of service. He spikes his drugs, so he goes absolutely nuts and obliterates a bunch of soups in, in on like the day. Of, it's so good, and it's <laughs> but like it perfectly encapsulates that Billy Butcher character, how he just doesn't give a fuck about like life of these soups or anything. Yeah, he's, he's just, just very like, much I like, could just murder and he's right now. It's it's good. It's like, very much like uh, the board the. The worst kind of persecution is the kind against me kind of thing, like or like the only like I don't 100%. I don't care because I don't yeah. like soups and I would yeah, pers- yeah, I don't yeah. care if I kill all of them. Yeah, it's like, very much yeah. like that Star Wars anime. Right. You know that I talked to you a little bit about the anime Star Wars thing that they did recently, where it was sort of eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like it's like that. It's like individual stories, and they're all some of them are a bit shit, like the Aquafina one. I just I just didn't I didn't vibe with it, but some of them Fair are just enough. like it's about a so good. Yeah. Uh, we also um, got into watching while my partner actually came over to the UK for a little bit while I was there just for just for five days there in the middle to sort of break up the the hecticness for myself. And mm-hmm. we watched we basically binged in a day like all of Drive to Survive. You know, there's like you, you ever watched that? It's like the no fourth season. That is. So it's about Formula One, right? So Oh yes, I do know. Yeah, it's a Netflix I've only show. seen the first season. Yeah, well I've only seen the fourth season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really interesting the way it's done, right? So it goes through over like eight episodes. It goes through each different team or eight of the teams who are in Formula One, like and all their gripes internally and all their struggles and how they're each different. Yeah. And it kind of culminates in how the race season ends that year. Yeah. Really fucking interesting. Really, I like. I have no interest in Formula One. Really, neither did I, and it got me into it. It so got like, me really. It was pumped. just like the characters. It's also just like a very like they like characters, aren't they? They're, they're just like, all. They're all really, really like you know the people that get into that. They are just like different. I feel like you've, I mean, to sit and watch cars just go round and round. Not only that, round. to like drive them and you could be dying at any moment. Oh my God. Like, yeah. You know, so it's fast. Pretty, and, and also it's just like, it's actually one of the hardest professional sports to get to the pinnacle of because there's oh, literally only absolutely. nine spots. There's like 20 yeah, people yeah. who do it in the world and you've yeah. like, if, and it's immediate as well, right? If you drop off the pace a little bit, you're out. You're out. Yeah. Like there's an interesting one in this latest season where. Uh, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes, his partner. I, I only know him because he's British, right? And he's the best in the world. There had to be, we had to be good at something. I mean, it's, of course, the, it's a thing where you just sit he's down. He's the best in the world. He is like, I'm not trying to like diminish that. But Mercedes cars is also like, that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the thing oh, about absolutely. this. The cars Same matter so Bull. much. Yeah. Like, And they, yeah. it also matters how, so there's two two sides of the championship, right? So there's the individual one where yeah. the, the racers have their uh, their podium and who comes first. And yeah. then it, I, won't, I won't spoil the end of the season because it's a real interesting one. 
but there is also the manufacturer's one, which is how uh, how many points the cars get based on how where they rank in each race. Yeah, and that depending on how many points they get at the end of the season, that means how much money they get to spend on their car in the next season. So it's really interesting. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know either. And it's really yeah. interesting that that's part of the reason why they're so obsessed with you know Red Bull and Mercedes. They want to win that manufacturers. And you see a lot of the time when uh, some of the races, because each has two races in, in each race, right? So yeah. Mercedes has two, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes they'll let the other one win. So they keep their points tally in the uh, in the manufacturer challenge higher than it you know could have been. It's yeah, so interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's totally worth watching if you haven't watched. Uh, it's, all, it's on my list. If you haven't like, watched will, that, go, and, go and watch for it. Sure. And the last one I thought I'd quickly mention. Uh, funnily enough, going back to the boys, it has uh, voice work from Jack Quaid. You know Huey in in the boys, the actual TV show. Yeah, uh, it's a thing called Below Decks. And this is also an Amazon Prime. It's really funny. So like, it's it's again, it's an animated animated show, and it's uh, it's a Star Trek spinoff. So like, you know how Star Trek's all about like, it's all about the main crew, and they they go to these planets and live long and prosper and all this stuff. I'm really really isolating it. So I don't know Star here. Trek at all, so I Me won't neither. be able to question you. Well, you get the point of it, yeah. though, right? <laughs> so it's all about a very specific subset of the characters. What yeah. this show is about, it's about the people who work beneath them and like the people who so so for example like uh picard and all those would get like first contact yeah this is the people going to do the second contact so it's, it's the ones who are like way down the chain so it's and like they the work office, in like the engine room yeah it's yeah. like the office it's, of it's pretty Trek. funny like i've watched a couple of episodes of it it's got a nice refreshing vibe that it's not like it's based on the lower down people do you know what i mean it's yeah, not, yeah it's not just about the you know the ones with the perfect smiles and the, <laughs> and and the, the botox hair, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fun man it's um, a really good uh, it's a really good show and i'm I'm keen to get more of it. I need to actually get Amazon Prime over here to do that. I was going to say, you you watch the most random shows I haven't even heard about. They're all on the Prime. The last three of these I have not even heard of. All on Prime. And I haven't, um, I've never had Prime until recently when I went home and my, you know, my, like just at my parents' house, my mum just had Amazon Prime, and I was like, "Oh, sweet, sick! I guess <laughs> I'll watch some of this." Yeah. Then. yeah, let's let's get through some of this Dude, good well, content. You know, what I realized is like binge has everything. I've been watching really? so much stuff on binge lately. Interesting. It's just got like curb your enthusiasm. It's got like all these like the OG classics, really. things yeah. that like I never finished. So yeah. I've just been like, whenever, you know, Gail's like doing something and I don't want to watch like a full movie, I'll just like put on curb. Yeah, of course. I've been, I'm watching a lot of curb. It's fucking good. You know, when I, whenever I go on binge, the first thing that pops up without fail is Game of Thrones. And without fail, I sit there and go, I almost, same. I'm just not ready yet. Same, same. Literally, ready. I go through this exact same thing. And I, you know what? Part of me, I want it to be like, 15 years from now. So I kind of forget some of the stuff. Yeah. It's all still in my brain Same. so well. Like even the, I've already rewatched it, I think twice. Oh, well, I've watched it so many times. Or maybe three times. So many Some times. episodes, obviously, like five times. In between seasons, yeah. I would rewatch Same. older Same. seasons. Regularly. So like, I just already, and I, I just know the book so well as well. Yeah, like okay. part of me wants to like, kind of also just separate myself from that until he finally releases another book. It's never going to happen. It's just yeah. not going to do it. I refuse to, be, I, I just don't believe he's going to well, like, it's never going to happen. I was a bit the same sad. with, with scrubs. So but like, he's was, like, like I cannot believe you're even saying this about scrubs. Like this is, this guy's a literary God no, 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 no. and you just no, brought no. up scrubs. <laughs> you did this like, last yeah, week. I like JD. Stop it. I like JD. Come on, dude. It was the same thing. Like I watched it so much growing up. Oh. Like when it finally got to the point of, Turk. Yeah, when it finally got to the point of like, I finished university and I was like, uh, yeah, I, f I just didn't have the opportunity to watch it. You know, you move on. I went yeah. traveling, I got a job. And then it came to like 10 years later. I was like, I haven't watched it in so long. I watched an episode and I was like, 
great. I've had some I've had some distance from this. I can actually enjoy this again. Yeah, I and think that's it's what same I want with me. Friends. I haven't seen Scrubs in a long time and I loved it. I, need I never to. really finished it though. Like really? I always I always watched it like intermittently. Okay. And so like just tuned in, like didn't know what season I was in or like what but because it's just funny. I knew exactly where I was at. You just time. you just know like, okay, they're not dating, so it must be this yeah. part. Like that <laughs> yeah. that's kind of like what I had, like as far as timelines go. I never knew this, but apparently there was a massive backlash against JD after the third season. So the third season Why? is when he spends the whole season trying to get the main character Elliot back. The whole season. And then at the end of the season, he, there's, that, there's that thing where he goes, you always want what you can't have. And then when you get it, you don't want it. And he goes, oh my God, I don't want to. And then after that, like it apparently it took like four seasons for them to make him likable again. And I didn't know that at the time. I was just oh, watching. Oh, because like, like people were pissed off at him? For how he acted towards Elliot. Yeah. How interesting. But he's still funny. He is. And that's <laughs> the whole point of the show. His character is so well but if, But if you notice, after that he hasn't season. He has been in anything since. After that, that season, they start doing more and more perspectives from other people. Like, uh, like Carl will have the perspective. And Dr. Yeah. Parks. So they, they moved it away from him very subtly in different ways. And I never What's knew that. Zach Braff? Zach Braff, yeah. What's I like he, him. What's he been in? I, I've probably talked about Garden some State. Yeah, Garden that. State. That's about it. He, he's done a new Cheaper by the Dozen. That's on Netflix, I think. Oh, has now. he? He's fallen far. I think I've talked about this on, on the show before. One of my yeah. m- only minor claims to fame was one time I saw him in a play in London. And that's uh, what he's been doing. And I bu- yeah, I bumped into him <laughs> afterwards and I tweeted him and he, tw- and he retweeted me. And it was the best day ever. when Twitter was like tiny. Like, so what, did when, you just tweet him like, just saw Zach Braff in this oh, play? I was like, I was like good, good like, on you on your play, mate. It was yeah, good and stuff. like no one even knew he was in a play. No one had, no one had any idea. He, <laughs> he needed some fucking love. <laughs> he needed some PR. Yeah, this is literally no one even <laughs> knew he was doing plays. <laughs> no one cared that he anyway. was doing plays. Look, anyway, we've been rambling on this but way too much. Let's talk a little bit about the news. Do you want to talk about the news? My favorite news and the only news I brought to the table. The Hogwarts Hogwarts Legacy. Let's jump straight into that. We've been talking about video games. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we need to do a video game game episode, I think. We've not done one for a while. But look, this game, like, it's gonna I can't wait to be like pulled back in. And I just hope that it's got like combat like Spider-Man. I said this like last week or something. Like I hope the combat's good. And it looks pretty good. So interestingly, they did like a whole state of play in it. They did like a 15-ish minute. We got seven minutes in. Long trailer. I don't want to I I don't know if I want to watch anymore. I don't want to know any more of it. I was like, this is this looks interesting and fun and Basically, we should have talked about this last week, to be perfectly honest with you, but it showed off a ton of gameplay and a bunch of features. Like, so we just hope it's not like, you know, shoot, 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 like, you know, like one handguns type things. Yeah, that would be, that would be a bummer. But it looks like it's not, right? Like, no. it looks like they're doing different stuff with it. I don't know how. It's going to be really dependent on, like, how the enemies interact with, like, different spells and how you may have to use different combinations of things uh. to, like, and maybe your environment. Right? Interesting. Like, if you watch, like, Harry Potter, the movies, like, they're using the environment, they're transfiguring certain things into other things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I hope they get creative with it. Sure, well, fuck off, Siri. <laughs> no one asked you. <laughs> Siri! Uh, but yeah. Get out of the room. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all about it. It looks cool. I'm excited. Like, it's, it's basically a brand new story, isn't it? Like, you cr- create your own story and all this stuff. So it's a brand new thing. It's really the only way they could do it. Because they couldn't, they, they couldn't yeah. set it in the Harry Potter time. I mean, unless they were just going to do the whole game. Like, the whole the movie. The They've movie. done that. They did, they did it. They did games. So, unless it was, movies. like, a remastered version of that. But, like, yeah, my, fa- my favorite meme is still the Hagrid one. You know the Hagrid one where it's, like, it's like very PS1 grainy. Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just like a, he's just like a board. Yeah, it's like a board. <laughs> it's like a square board. Yeah. It's just um, one pixel for his entire face. His beard is, like, two Lego blocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's still my favorite meme. I'll probably be buying that game. Look. We, sure, we, could, we could go into a little bit about the the sort of controversy around this at the moment. I don't want to touch on that. That's I don't I don't know enough about the stuff that's been said and what hasn't been said. It's a game I'll be playing because I enjoy the world 
not because I support J.K. Rowling in any way other than the fact she created this awesome world. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to talk about that either. I, I listen to Michael Jackson, and he touched little children. So, <laughs> like, that's my stance on this. Like, you know, you, you got to some... You still listen to MJ. To some degree, you got to separate the, you know... Fair enough. I haven't listened to Michael Jackson in years. I mean, for maybe, like, for, like, Chris Delia, you're not at the separation level. Like, you weirdly kind of groomed chicks, so I'm probably not going to watch your comedy specials. But, like, some things are, you know, far, it's bigger. That's fair. Yeah. And I don't really, weirdly, I don't really associate her with the games, uh, with any of the stuff outside of just the books. Like, no, no. Not even the movies. Like, no, I at this point, it's bigger than, yeah. Kind of is. I think it's kind of, I think it's basically Warner Brothers who own it now, anyway. Yeah. Any, anyway, 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 one thing that was shared with us last week by friend of the show, Steve, that we completely forgot to talk about. How do we forget to talk about the Obi-Wan trailer? I don't think we did. We forgot. We completely forgot. I'm pretty sure I brought it up at some point. I don't believe you did. Well, I got to listen to our own podcast to, <laughs> yeah, to confirm. <laughs> but I was, don't do any it editing. Was definitely, don't listen back to it. Bro, it was definitely the only thing I had in news. So it's if I missed that. we didn't talk about. Yeah, it's hilarious. Maybe like you had so much that I was just overwhelmed by your knowledge <laughs> and, just, and just let you carry on the news segment. But what no, you, it was good. About, what do you think about the trailer? Sorry, friend of the show, Ryan. My bad. Yeah, uh, friend of the show, Ryan. Thank you. It is. Uh, it was good, man. I mean, like it, it seems as if we're going to get like Obi-Wan leading them away from Tatooine and going to go on this wild goose chase. So you talk about yeah. the Inquisitors. So yes, there's, yes. There's... Leading, sorry, leading the, like, the, the dark, you know, the bad guys, the Sithy people. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, that, dun, that song. Dun, dun. Yeah, that's going to be their shoot. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting because there's been a, talking of controversy, there's been a lot of controversy about the Inquisitors. Apparently they don't look like they did in the animated series. So people are getting really up in arms about that. I, I don't know what they look like. I think they look cool. I think they look good. I don't even remember, but they've got those weird spinny lightsabers that, that like go round and round and round. Yeah. I mean like star Wars fans got to get over it at this point. They've, they've, <sighs> they've gotten rid of the old canon. So it's like, just let it lie. Exactly. Like chill out guys. But whatever. it is also, it, it also gave away the big, the big reveal that Vader's in this, right? Which well, they are that, they casted Hayden Christensen and they brought him it. back. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Gave it away? He could have been a Force ghost or something, though, right? No, yeah, he I mean, be. like, but cheers, dude, come on. I, I wondered if they yeah. were going to do flashbacks, but it looks like it's going to be culminating a battle between those two. Like, I feel like he wouldn't have done it unless he got to play Vader. It's the rematch. You know, he had the high ground. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he does anymore. He did have the high. Definitely ground. not the moral high ground, but. Well, I love Ewan McGregor in this. Like, somehow he still looks amazing. He looks the perfect age for what he should. Mm. In between where he was and where... Like, ten years before he should look like a a 65-plus-year-old man. It's a stressful ten years, man. (laughs) Just being chased by Sith Lords every day of your life? Well, you know know what happened to... Is is it ten years? There's no chronological timeline. Yeah, there is. Is there? Star Wars fans would fight you. But it's not canon, dickheads. But you know what happened to the Emperor, <laughs> right? When he got, like, electrocuted and he got, went really old and wrinkly. Maybe yes. that happens to him and he turns into Alec Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm excited for that. I, I think it looks good. That's the one Star Wars thing that I genuinely, outside of Mandalorian, I actually want to watch. Have you heard anything about the Halo series? I haven't. I've heard, either. I texted my brother about it. He's like, I'm watching Halo so you don't have to. Because okay. I was like, I told him my fears. We do have to watch it because yeah. we're going to do it for the podcast. No, I'm, I'm down. But like, I, he's like, so you don't have to. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Like, I am going to watch it, but I am, I like, that summarizes my feelings on it 100%. Right. And he's like, oh, I was like, so how is it? He's like, it's, you know, uh, sometimes it's a bit cringy, yeah, but weird. I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. I think they said they're going to take the helmet off. I forgot the main character's name. What's the main character called? <laughs> I was I like, what are you, Master what are you Chief. They're going to take the helmet off Master Chief. Yeah, I mean, they do in the books. Do they? When you meet him as a kid and they describe him and, yeah. 
Oh wow, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. that's apparently a big. You probably didn't even know there were books. Big fucking deal. I, well, I didn't know I there was were books. A big nerd. In you mean grade, books or comics in grade school? Well, they have both, but I'm pretty oh. sure the, the I read books. Oh wow. Were they were they um By Eric choose your adventure novels? No, Eric Nyland, man. <laughs> they like he they hired him to help build the lore. He was fucking good. I think he's written something else recently. What is let me look interesting? Eric Nyland. Anyway, keep going. What else? What else is on? What else? What are the There's news a couple of bits of news before we move on. You yeah. you come back with Eric Nyland in a moment. But did you hear this week? Did you well, did you see this week? Did you see the latest trailers for Moon Knight? Now I've stopped watching the trailers, but there were some really interesting parts and this actually comes out. Uh, at time of recording this week, but apparently mm. it doesn't actually tie into the MCU. Did you know that? No. Apparently, it's a, it's a separate thing because in one of the latest trailers behind our, our boy Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac, the gorgeous Oscar Isaac, they didn't. There know. is a poster for Falcon and the Winter Soldier on a bus that goes behind him. So apparently, it's separate thing. Is no, they said. That this story is independent of the broader universe, but it's still set in it. Like, it could still... That must be a retcon since... Because, I mean, there is literally a, a trailer, for, like a poster for Falcon and the Winter Soldier behind him in one of the trailers. So, what's wrong so It's on a bus that goes by. Oh, so you're saying, like... As in that show. As in the show. Is yeah. That, I thought you were exactly. saying... I was like, doesn't that mean that it is? <laughs> <laughs> no. Doesn't that mean that it is in the world? Uh, no, fair enough. I, I don't know, man. Like, it, they... It's okay. I don't care. I'm yeah, excited for fine. this regardless. Yeah, I hope this fine. is its own thing, to be perfectly, perfectly honest with you. I'd love them to have like a, a separate thing where maybe even like the Daredevils of the world can have a slightly more hardcore fighting setting, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to see. Like those, that Daredevil series, maybe take him out of a corridor for once because <laughs> he was just in fucking corridors. The whole time, yeah. The whole series. Yeah. Well, anyway, did you also hear this and week? Parking speaking lots. of speaking, Yeah, parking <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got. Parking lots and uh, parking lots and corridors. Did you also hear, speaking of Marvel, that apparently What If Season 2 is going to be released this year with the head writer as effectively announcing on Twitter before removing his tweet saying that they're going to see us about this year. Do you think, do you think that's going to be tying into Doctor Strange 2 somehow? It has to. I think it has to, too. I mean, they, there was enough going on in the, in the <clears throat> What Ifs that was now in... Multi multiverse or universe? What is it? Multiverse madness of madness of universe. Multiverse of madness. The fuck it is? Yeah, sorry. The the movie I'm very much looking forward to, but can't remember the name. <laughs> the I mean, they pulled the bad strange. The one that I the one yeah. that I'm more looking forward to than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we've heard. <laughs> the they pulled the bad strange from it, so obviously it's connected. You think so? I mean, I, it was like I mean, the design was even similar. Exactly the same. Yeah, like so, I'm really excited for that movie, man. Like that's out soon as well. That's literally the next few weeks. I'm so excited is it? for that. It's fuck sweet. End of April, I think. Anyway. Down. What if season two? I wonder if they'll stick to the same format. Because they actually missed one out last time. Do you remember the whole um, Gamora episode that was just completely cut? And then she turned up in the final final episode. Everyone was like, where the fuck did she come from? Oh, <laughs> so like, Gamora didn't actually have an episode. So I yeah. forget. No, so she was she was supposed to. But it got cut to a, a nine episode run because of COVID, basically. Huh. They cut that Gamora. But episode. then she just got pulled into the character. Then she got pulled pulled yeah. into like the climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It was kind of so random. random. Yeah. And also, there was like a cool Tony Stark in that who had like a sort of um, Zakar style armor on. So it was basically the Hulk bust around, but it looked like he'd been on the world that Thor goes to in Thor Ragnarok. And I was mm. like, I want to see, see that fucking episode. Give me mm. an episode. Where's that stuff? But I wonder what the big threat's going to be this time. Do you reckon Ultron's Ultra Ultron, whatever they called him, is going to bust out? Maybe, or maybe it's the guy from Kane the Con. 
Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror Ooh, or something. Imagine if he's some s- version of him. Yeah, I was gonna. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Imagine if he's just uh, so almighty that he can jump between like these awesome animated universes and the real universe. Yes, that would be fucking agreed. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> agreed. I, I agree. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I'm just. I'm, I just want Loki season two to be honest. But. Oh, I can't wait for that. Look, guys, if there is any news we haven't spoken about, much like friend of the show Ryan, hit us up at podcast assemble on Instagram or the podcast assemble at gmail.com. As always, let us know. Um, there's just two final bits of DC news before we shimmy into our main topic, which I'm very excited to talk DC about. DC news, relevant. Anyway. That's why I did it. It's, yeah, it's a nice relevant. little segue. Uh, two, two, part, two parts. Uh, firstly, the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League video game, which we've talked about a number of times. Not to be confused with, uh, what's the other one? It's Gotham Knights. Mm. Uh, it's, this one has been delayed t- till 2023 at least. To be honest with you, I am more interested in that Gotham Knights video game. It's but they look the same. No, different developers. But I mean, it's both have four characters. Both have different. Each character has different abilities and such. Mm. Not a huge deal. The biggest deal of the week in DC news, however, 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 was shared with us by friend of the show Matt. And did you see this week the deleted Joker scene from the Batman movie? Yes, I saw it, and it was good. It was very, very interesting. I'll say that. It's funny that they didn't keep it in. I don't know. I think it gave away pretty much the entire plot. <laughs> like, I don't think so. I think so. What did it give away? Well, it depends where you put it, obviously. I'm yeah, exactly. You yeah. just put it in the beginning. But Well, but, like, the whole fact that they're pretty much, like, he thinks he thinks that Batman's part of his plan. Spoilers for the Batman, by the way. Um, I, I think it gives it, away a it, lot. I think that, like, that part wasn't really, like, a twist. It was kind of, like... I don't. I, I see why they cut it, but I guess like yeah. you could you could just change the dialogue and have that not be the case and still intro the Joker. I like the concept of him. I think you actually talked about it in our podcast, like interviewing the Joker, you mentioned it, yeah, without like even knowing it was the Joker, and then later having it be him. Obviously, in this scene, scene yeah. you actually do know it's him. But I really like. I think as a Joker, but you tell me what you think of Barry Keogh as a Joker. Early to say, his laugh was good. His laugh was good. Yeah, I liked. I liked his maniacal sort of like nature, like the fact he was clearly very calculated. I didn't like. I mean, it's very Heath Ledger, right? Like, you can't get away from the fact that he's clearly doing a similar thing. But I, like, it really enjoyed it. The way he was talking was very Heath Ledger. I wonder if that could be the prosthetics, though. Kind of mumbling. I don't know. It's clear, like holding his mouth open. Yeah. Like, it's cool. I like the prosthetics. He looked kind of burnt. Kind of. Yeah. Made. Yeah. Completely. When I leave Bondi on a Saturday, I'm kind of burnt. Guy's fucking skin was falling off. <laughs> There's an really understatement of the year. <laughs> <laughs> he had like little wisps of hair from the burn marks. Green ones, though. Yes, they were green. That was a really interesting wrinkle. Let him dye his that, hair in there. There's a really interesting wrinkle that, yeah, in the prison that um, not many people noticed, apparently, that uh, when, he, when Batman gives him the file, it goes in with two paper clips and it comes out with one. So, <gasps> how will he get out? Oh, Who God, knows? I love when they do subtle shit like that. I love it too. It's Easter eggs for nerds like us. You know us. what? Ni- Knives nerds. Out did a lot of like little subtle. Did. On rewatch, I caught things. Like, and I was like, yeah. like, like the, the dogs barking. The dogs barking. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, who do they bark at? And it shows that multiple times that it's him. Yep. Um, like the, oh, Ransom, are you back already? Like the first time when it shows him leaving, she that. just watches him. The grandma, oh, the grandma just watches him yeah, leave, yeah, yeah. and then the second time it shows it, it says her shows her saying that, meaning like, oh, he actually comes He's back. Already been yeah. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just really enjoy, really yeah. good movie, and I like, like subtle things like that make 
make cinema cinema. That's why. Yeah, I that's great. Subtleties. I think that I think that anything well done has rewatch value because Absolutely. there's things that were subtly hinted at, but you really. You know, you may have been able to guess some of them, but lots of them, they were just out of reach. Absolutely. And then when you reread it again, you're like, oh, how did I not? Or, or it's like a, it's kind of like the best way to put it. I've heard, I've heard someone else make a good analogy to this. It's like the perfect joke, Ooh. right? Like with, from a comedian, like just as soon as you understand it, like was when you were supposed to, it's like the same way. It's like when yeah, you rewatch really cool. something, you're like, oh, like. You know, that's so good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Just as soon as yeah, like you're, you're, you're supposed to catch it. Like, like the, the, you're supposed to almost get it before the punchline, but it's like right after you cut it all Tippy comes together. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. Um, I like that a lot. Anyway, I, I think that that's what Game of Thrones, like the books do really well when you reread them. Like Stop talking about Game of so Thrones. many things you still haven't read the books. <laughs> I've read three of them. Yeah, you gotta finish. Right. Well, I'm not going to until it releases. Them. I will I will not stop talking about it until you finish them. But like, it's just great literary work, right? Never yeah, stop talking about Game of Thrones, guys. We apologize yeah. in advance. Look, speaking, you apologize. Speaking you. of DC and all of the cool news we've just talked about, do you want to preface our main topic? Uh, Peacemaker. Yeah, baby. Doesn't really preface, just a full one. No, you just told Unbail. us. Unveil. Well, I'm alright with that. Right. <laughs> Unveil. <laughs> We're not even got so, um, somebody. Uh, one of the friends of the show. I've not met a friend of me at the moment. Sorry. Messaged us this week about bringing back the main topic team, and um. I need to find a way to get a proper one because just us singing main topic. I'm kind of over that. <laughs> I got, I, to be honest, I was over that like episode three. Episode three. And we did right. it for like 50 more. So that shows my patience level. I wouldn't go as far as 50. I'm I'd a probably saint. say 10. I'm a saint. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you keep telling yourself patience that. Patience of a saint. You keep telling yourself that. Um, do well, you look, have, do you have a stupid is, well, plot yeah. summary of, of this, of this here show, The Peacemaker, which is by the way, eight episode show released on HBO, HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, HBO ba- Max. based on the Suicide Squad, ca- Suicide Squad character Peacemaker, who's yeah, same played universe. by John Cena, who is yeah. fantastic in this. Yeah, I I do. Um, to get mine, you kind of have to have a knowledge of the show, but well, I mean, I don't know I why really you really You didn't actually have any interest or watch the show. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I really struggle. I really struggle with this one because I didn't know how to make it more stupid than it already yeah, is. It's pretty hard. Like it's pretty nuts. Nuts. So so mine is. Yeah. People you'd be wrong to expect would have a better show than this random Z-list character. Ariana Grande, Drake, Brad Pitt, Payne, Payne Stewart, <laughs> Doug the Pug, Kim Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian, <laughs> the Red Tiger from Bolton. You really went there. <laughs> I literally have a list of them here, but you uh, get the joke. Yeah, right? you, you went there. <laughs> they kept going in the after scene of that. I can keep going like with 30 that. 30 seconds. Joe Montana, Joe Montana, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. BTS, I think he literally used Eugene that one. Levy, <laughs> Eugene Levy, Danny DeVito, Will Ferrell, <laughs> Howard Stern, and the last one was Bill Cosby. But I was like, I don't, I don't think you could give Bill Cosby a TV show anymore. Yeah, but you could say his name on one. Yeah, you could. Um, you get enough. the joke. The joke. Uh, there's a part where we'll talk John, about it. John Cena. This goes on. Um, mine's. I took a different approach. Uh, Peacemaker, just your average, morally absent hit squad murdering their way to the moderate meeting of middle minds, middle ground, political consent, political sentiment. America will never see in its true leaders. <laughs> Say middle more in a sentence. Moderate meeting of the minds, middle ground, political sentiment. Some lovely alliteration there. Yeah. I loved that. That was fantastic. Basically, you know, these murderers are more, you know, they, they are able to come to a middle ground between they've got the higher ground. Peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> between peacemakers, absurd, you know, macho, you know, uh, what is the word? Uh, machismo. Machismo and like, you know, the white privilege, like yeah. you recognize the white privilege, liberal snowflake style. They, they meet in the middle. 
It's crazy. And they're assassins, so why can't our political system do that? Anyway. <sighs> I just love this show so yeah. much that it does all these weird things. But before we get into it, can you tell me what the IMDb score is for this? Uh, 8.2. Ooh, close. It was an 8.5. Mm. What about the Rotten Tomatoes? Why do I always say 8.2? I don't know. You do. You I do, do like, like point two. Point two. You do. Uh, Anything good's an 8.2 yeah, in your eyes. For IMDb. It's like, it's like you're scared of going higher. Because IMDb is so ruthless. It is pretty ruthless, yeah. But that's a pretty good one, 8.5. Yeah. What do you reckon for Rotten Tomatoes? 90. It's 95. 95. Yeah. Now, okay, Metacritic, the one that brings it down usually. 8.2. 82. It's 70%. Now, the what? really the really interesting thing about this is, this is so similar Metacritic to... Metacritic sucks, dude. This is so similar to when we did the Batman. Listen to this. The Batman was 8.5, 85, and 72. Like, it's it's the same. Fuck Metacritic. <laughs> I, d- I don't know, man. Like, I when it's a bad what movie... What is good on Metacritic? When it's a bad movie, they'll just tear it to pieces. And I, I prefer, I'd prefer someone to tell me it's bad than go. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but like, good. when is... What, like... By the standards of Metacritic, sorry, I'm just like going oh, yeah. a little bit of an aside and maybe a little rant. By the standards of Metacritic, what is a fucking good movie? Aquaman, like Casablanca. <laughs> like they're gonna have just something from the '50s that no one wants to Probably. watch. Who knows? But it's a it's a mix of the two scores, right? It's a mix of like the none of the scores were in the '70s. All right. What other scores is it considering? I have no idea. Look, this is Probably a move fork. This is based on the James Gunn prophecy that he did Suicide Squad. He also directs and wrote all of this. Got some really fun trivia about that coming up in a moment. You've got John Cena. You've got a bunch of people who are now really big. Robert Patrick's back this from Terminator 2. He is the T-1000 himself. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's fantastic in this. And it's just such a good little cast. And we talked about it when we talked about Boba Fett. The fact that they have this really tight cast that they just literally... um, they just they just work the cast basically. They just make sure that everyone has their full arc in the show, and it's a it, it's just really well done. Now, before we move on to the next part of the show, do you want to tell me which of these, Dre, do you think is the goofiest of the IMDb picks? You're fully aware of our current MVP, who's from Interstellar. It's Mark Casimir Dinovitz Jr., who has probably the best IMDb credit of all time, which is. Uncredited NASA expect inspector, um, which is terrible. He looks like he's out of a Guns N' Roses musical. We've talked him to death, but he's still doing pretty, doing pretty well. We have a challenger this week. Let's see it. We have a challenger. <laughs> Can you tell me if you think that Lenny Jacobson, who plays Evan Calcaterra, I have no idea what that means in the show. I don't know who that is. Uh, he plays Evan Calcaterra in the show. Do you think he's goofier or less goofier than our current winner? It was a really hard field. There weren't very many. I mean... He's not really goofy. It just really made me laugh. I, I mean, feel it's, like, it's, it's funny. I feel like he's just come out of like auditioning for Head and Shoulders ad. And I was going to say, like the, it seems like, like a 90s pop punk boy band. <laughs> yeah. like an, like, this was like an album cover in like this is just the front man to that band. It absolutely is. Yeah. He could be the Callings lead singer. Yeah, or like, what is names. that other one? Like, uh, well, they all sounded the same. <laughs> I can't remember any of their Calling's names. Calling's the one, honest, I think, because he's got the honest. blonde hair, yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think, then? Are we sticking with Casimir uh, Dinovitz Jr.? I think Jr.? I have to stick with Casimir Dinovitz He's just Jr. a bomb. Yeah. He's he's pushing Ray Buchtanica at the moment. Yeah, but if you For challenge, our... I think Ray would win. I think so, too. Ray For any of our old heads who will remember us talking about Ray Buchtanica, we should just have him as our Instagram I think we should have an MVP. Like, like this guy, he's been running for four weeks. Like, I think he, we need we'll to We'll take him off next week? I just think we need to have, like, it's almost like a tournament. Yeah, right. He's, he's a, he's a long standing winner. Separate him and then eventually put him <laughs> up against Ray in a tournament for the goofiest IMDb picture. All right. We should come yeah. up with like three separate um, 
three separate separate levels they like have to be brackets. judged on yeah exactly yeah. all right well, let's do this so we've got those two so we're taking dinovitz junior out of it now and maybe when we've got two more who've done it for four weeks in <laughs> yeah. a row we bring them back and have and a world championship like a proper yeah, <laughs> yeah. march madness great yeah. Can, uh what we'll do is we'll put that on our instagram we'll do a little poll last last time out i'm i know that Ka- Kaz- yeah that mark dino i can't even say his name anymore <laughs> Dinovitz Jr. won the poll on Instagram, so the f- the listeners agree with us, which is good to know in this very visual section that we still, so- for some reason, do. Now, <laughs> do you want to talk about the plot of the show? Tell me what happens. What 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 happens? Yeah, I mean, we follow Peacemaker, the man who will seek peace at any cost, no matter how many men, women, and children he must kill to achieve it. <laughs> As his Black Ops cronies kind of continue on pretty much shortly thereafter from... Pretty much directly yeah, after that. He wakes up in hospital. Suicide squad ending. Um, they pull him back in. That's when he thought he was out. <laughs> they pull him out. back in into another <laughs> national emergency that no one can know about. Yeah. Uh, pretty X. much, yeah. That's, that's, I think, a great little intro. And they together try and stop this national emergency. Yeah. I think it, it sort of has a bunch of different um, alleys to the show, like a bunch of different focuses. And the key one really is that it kind of plots his exploration and sort of reflection on who he is and sort of like who he was forced to be growing up and ha- and whether that's who he is or whether he wants to be someone different. But you also have all this other drama going on. You've got the Task Force X drama happening. You've, you've got Amanda Waller pulling the strings subtly in the background, but they kind don't of, really yeah. know it. Yeah. You've got the Butterflies, who are the main antagonist of the piece, going on around it. Are they infiltrating the task force? Who knows? But yeah, I really like the show, man. Like just, I know I wax lyrical about it. I'd love to know your holistic thoughts on it. Look, I think it mainly was just like well casted and quite funny. Okay. Like uh, you talked about a couple of plot points, but like really, there wasn't that much going on with the plot. Like, like it was. I think it was a lot of ca- character exploration. No, there was yeah, there was character dynamics, but like the actual plot was like, hey, here's this band of misfits taking out you know an existential threat. Yeah. That w- that was it. Like yeah, I mean, there wasn't like a lot of ducking and weaving. Like pretty much the there was a couple we- funny twists. Like and weird, but it like uh-huh. that was still even when those twists happened, they didn't really change the plot direction. I mean, they were following yeah. the same mode the whole just, way through. I it understand was just that straight line to where they were going. I understand um, that, but it was which it was, was not. It's not an insult. It's more just saying like the reason this was good was because of the casting, the characters, Absolutely. their performances, and the dialogue. Like, and that that's what and, drives the show. And I think yeah. the first thing that really drew me in, like immediately. Like immediately was the opening credit song. <laughs> it's so good, and apparently it must be one of the best. James Gunn apparently just said that he just wanted to create an unskippable opening for it's, a TV show. It actually is. I watched it every it single time. It is unskippable. Time. Every single it's time. It's actually it's so perfect. Funny. And I I remember thinking like, wow, am I going to skip this? And I was like, no, I kind of just want to, I started watching a different character the whole <laughs> yeah, way through. Because they, they're so fucking funny. They're all just so good. They're yeah. all so into And they all they're have, so a, into it. None of them are good dancers, which makes it even funnier. No, none of them are bad dancers either. Like they, they do this bad dance really well. Yes. Like, that's what I'd say. Yeah. And then Eagly's in it too. The, the whole thing, Matt, like, do you really want to do you really want to taste it? That's another part. That's one of the things we're going to talk <laughs> about in a minute. The music to this show is just fire. Yeah. Like, not like. And it's well integrated into the characters. It's so James Gunn. Though. Yeah. So James Gunn. And I love the fact that he built a lot of Peacemaker's personality around the music he listens to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not just like the soundtrack, it's like built into the backstory and like kind of personality of the characters you watch. I, it's got this big hair rock sort of vibe to it, which just makes me. Which, 
also like sort of helps Peacemaker's character because the point is he's been in prison for so long <laughs> and he's come out and the thing he still listens to yeah. is <laughs> because like no one listens to this anymore no, like 80s hair metal I'm not gonna lie to you I genuinely listen to 80s hair rock not that many. on the reg I have a playlist no on Spotify way. my point being on like the these reg. guys these guys until this movie came out their royalty you know money makers were oh, my mom big time you and James Gunn apparently well, like because <laughs> like it's like the entire soundtrack is hair metal interestingly the the band who did the do you want to taste it they're not actually from like the 70s or 80s they're actually from 2005 and they had a, an entry in the 2005 eurovision song contest not the same song a different one <laughs> but like how mad is that like that that, that yeah, glam metal sound is still around like it's oh, still thriving course. yeah i mean like the emo sounds still around you got like that's a resurgence true. of that like that's true it, i mean like every you know there's gonna be people still doing it but i'm just surprised that that i thought that was just a song from yeah me too mom's, like, absolutely yeah yeah there's one i don't want to talk about it yet. i'm gonna collection. wait for spoilers. I, I was gonna talk about it in spoilers and i'll wait for it but how about you talk about i i have what? one gla- there is one glaringly like massive issue with the show and i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off till we get to spoilers because it is quite spoilerific and you can't talk about it without but the whole time i was watching it i was just thinking is no one gonna address this and it never got addressed the whole way okay. through. It was like a plot hole or? You, we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. So talk okay. to me a little bit about the performances then. You mentioned John Cena already. I mean, like, John, yeah, obviously John Cena like, is the main dude and he's like quite good. But I would argue that like the main, like him and the Viz. Vigilante. Are, yeah, are like. Oh my God, he's so good. The Viz. Is it the Viz? Is that Vigilante. They, I thought they called him the Viz. Maybe they do. I don't yeah. Know. But it is Vigilante is the, the main name. Who, by the way, Freddie Stroma, a.k.a. Cormac McClagan. No. Yes. No. Yes. Is he really? It is. I did not know that. I saw that he was in yeah, Harry is. Potter. I didn't it's, realize it was the same it, guy. He's like the Hufflepuff guy that like, you know, is like <sighs> kind of a dick to um, Ron in like one of the... Yeah, that's it. Cause yeah. He, he, um... No, he's not Hufflepuff. He's a Gryffindor. He goes for Keeper. Well, maybe he is Gryffindor. Yeah, sorry, he is Gryffindor. He's Gryffindor. God, I didn't realize yeah. it was him. Yeah. Wow, I know too much about Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. But you knew Cormac McClagan. Well, it's a pretty funny name, McClagan. Um, he's probably my favorite part of the show. Oh, mate, I would say that he kind of steals the show. And like I, the other characters are also good, like Heartland and, um, or Hardcore and yeah, Hardcore. And, and like even Dan- Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black. She's good. Really good. For I, sure. I, but like, to be honest, like the, the Cena and the Viz are like steal the show. I, th- I feel like uh, Steve Agee, he's actually a comedian. He plays a John Economist yeah, character. Die Beard. I think he's great in this. Like, Die Beard. I have his yeah. as well. He's got Andy like, Chang also, I thought was quite good. Yeah, me like, too. Like their dialogue sequences when she wasn't. Uh, well, I'll stop there. Um, the dialogue sequences, like in the first half of the show, yeah. where she's like trying to find Peacemaker and dealing with the dad. So, a she's, lot. The, so she's the cop, right? She's, yeah, she's the uh, the main cop. Well, like, you say there isn't much going on in the show, but there is. Like, so there's this main. There's this I mean, main. There's plot. like subplots, but like the yeah, main plot subplot. is the main. Like, you know, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, there is this subplot whereby essentially in the first episode and this comes back to the the joke i made about <laughs> my stupid plot summary so what happens is um peacemaker sort of semi-accidentally semi-on-purpose murders this person and then there's this police hunt to try and find him and what john economist does the steve agee character he he essentially like frames peacemaker's dad for it and it turns out peacemaker's dad is this like neo-nazi um, white supremacist crazy ass dude that was a the, superhero as well yeah Robert Patrick who, uh, c- could he be called a hero he's more of a villain surely I mean but like he was like by the extent of a superhero I mean like he was a guy that tried to fight crime okay apparently yeah, right, right. was yeah. like basically racist yeah he bit. was massively racist like but that but, and that 
folds a bit into the show that I think really works is the fact that when he confronts John Economist about this and he's, he goes through the list of people who he could have fingered instead of his dad. I just like, there is clearly like a riffing uh, ad hoc nature yeah. to this show where there are parts of it where there's a lot of, there's a lot of TV shows and movies where the ca- the cast are clearly allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't quite work. Yeah. Whereas with this, they keep just, just enough of the riffing in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just well, enough of the ad living to make it funny. And I love that about this. Cause it's kind of, well, and also he's such a ridiculous character. Such a ridiculous. So character. It's like more believable. Yeah. Yeah. When he's going through all the list of names, there's apparently like an extended cut where he goes on for like five minutes. I fucking love that about this. But yeah, I think outside of like, you know, the main ones, your vigilantes, John Cena, etc. Like Robert Patrick is really good in this as the dad, as the racist dad we just talked about. Yeah. He's really good. Steve Agee, we mentioned already, like as a small cast of characters, I think it does them a lot of justice. Everyone. No, it does. And that's part of like the, why this, that's why the subplots were, that's why the subplots work. Just because it's like, it is pretty grounded in the characters and like it moves somebody forward in some way each time you go to a new subplot. Eagle is my favorite character. (laughs) (laughs) So for for I kind of got over like the amount of attention the Eagle was getting to be honest. He would go out for like an episode though, then he'd come back in the next one. I quite like they didn't just front and center him the whole time. So for context, Peacemaker has a pet Eagle (laughs) as his like sidekick and it's amazing. Like it's so random. It is random, but like that's the show. It's pretty fucking. Random. Do you know, what, do you know what's funny? And I forgot to mention this before. The the intro to it, someone did like a Lego version of it, like literally like frame for frame, frame for frame copy of it, and it is amazing. I actually posted it on our Instagram a little while ago. I'll have of to of course someone it did. Like again. the world is crazy, isn't it? It's so good. It's totally worth like finding out. So what did you think of like the pacing of this then? Like it's it's only eight episodes. Man, it was good. Like I kind of burned. I wanted to watch it faster than I did because I wanted to like. I was enjoying it so much that I wanted to save it. Does that Same. make sense? I, I held back, but I, I I just think it was like there was not a lot of over the top action, which you know mostly just really good comedy and yeah. writing, and there was really very few filler episodes. Yeah, agreed. Like that's a good. Thing. I, I was trying to yeah, I was trying to think of like what would the filler episode be, and I couldn't really think of what. There was like one I guess where like. You know, he goes to, Viz goes to jail. Yeah, to try like, and kill the dad. But it was like so funny that like, yeah. I didn't even notice that it was filler. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't really filler. It was just like kind of our first real long time with Viz alone. And you're like, oh, sure. this guy's fucking hilarious. I really and like, kind of good. Like, I really he's like good the, for Peacemaker. I really like know? the character uh, motivation of him where he was trying to keep his his uh superhero and his like <laughs> identity, like, identity like, separate yeah, like it yeah. was so funny and like the, when he got like his toe nearly chopped off and yeah. he's, like, he's like it was this football accident completely unrelated it's <laughs> yeah. like, so so good like that whole character just gets me every time but yeah I, I completely agree with you i thought it, it was really sharply paced none of it felt like filler um i i felt like when you got to like the final episode even with the like even with the like the final battle, which we'll talk about in spoilers, like it was a testament to how much he was doing with probably a quite small budget that mm-hmm. it felt, even though it was a very small scale battle, and a lot of a lot of the budget probably went into like the CGI for some of the, the not great CGI, yeah, whatever it was. Um, yeah. I felt like it, it did a lot with what was probably quite a small budget, and I thought that really helped keep the show really like ch- chopping we joked about daredevil being in corridors this was mainly in like that one room where there's <laughs> shitty base to, yeah that base or a truck base. driving somewhere or a car it's driving true. somewhere like, like that was 90% all it was. of yeah. the set was in a car or in a shitty room and i loved that i thought i worked really well 
So let's talk, let's talk about the cinematography and the world building then. Like I think we, cause I was kind of leaning into anyway there. I think based on the fact that it was set in such like, like a minute subsection of what they could have used. I thought it worked really well. Yeah. I don't think like, I don't think there was a ton of like world building per se. I just think it was like a really focused on the characters and there wasn't, a lot of you know in marvel where there's like combat and cinematography and you're like all right this is the part where i'm gonna kind of like zone out because yeah, it's space. just like there wasn't any of that okay so i kind of enjoyed it more for that like every moment was like you know dialogue that i was intrigued by so i i didn't see it as like without spoiling things this big you know world like we're gonna have this massive world around peacemaker although you could, you could. i thought it was like better because it wasn't that okay it was basically just like we have this mission and we have to deal with these idiots, and these idiots have subplots because they're idiots. Yeah, yeah. And we got to get to the end of the end goal, right? Like there were a lot of interesting like nuggets dropped, like Easter eggs dropped in the dialogue. So like you speak about dialogue a lot, and there was so many like references to other characters, like yeah, Mr. Mr. Mixus Pitalik, who I can never say his name. You never, who, who will never appear in anything. There, there was a ton ever. of other like superhero related. I, I love that out. he just tore into all the different superheroes. He was wow. like. Uh, Aquaman pays SeaWorld to go and fuck fish in the back or something. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's yeah. like, and every single one of them had Doesn't a different. Superman have like a fucking like death. Like what? Did he... It was some weird fetish. Something. Like... Well, they yeah. all have a weird thing. Yeah, it was like a. It's so. Uh, it's uh, the one they didn't didn't rip into seems to be Wonder Woman. I thought that was a little bit interesting. And, yeah, and it, is, appara- it is true. They didn't touch her, and apparently they weren't allowed to use Batman for one reason or another. And I think that's probably because it was coming out so close to the Batman movie. So they weren't allowed to say anything about Batman. But. But. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I genuinely really loved it. Like like I say, the action felt tight. Like there were times when they were doing one-on-one fight stuff where, for example. And it was always based in comedy. Like when they yeah. fought, when he fought the Kung Fu guy. The judo master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, but that, I, I feel like every character was representative of how they were built. And by that, what I mean is, so Peacemaker is just like, he, John Cena, he's just a massive wall of muscle. He's clearly not going to be as like agile as the little judo master who was nope. what, like five foot tall. Very small, yeah. And it was interesting that it, yeah, but it was interesting that judo master was doing pretty well by how lithe he was and like dancing around him. And, but then all of a sudden, just picked him up, Peacemaker just picked him up and smashed him into the car. Like yeah. how a fight like that would actually happen, you know? I was always like, this is how I imagine this going down. Yeah. So it was, I really like that about it. Uh, yeah, I think the, the yeah the action was like equal. It was ba- it was never too much, and it was always like based in the comedy of the yeah. moment. And they didn't go too far into the superhero stuff. Like I liked the helmets Peacemaker had, so he had a bunch of different helmets. <laughs> and they were each. barely used, and they were barely used, and that yeah. was great. So like in the f- without <laughs> Scabies going t- helmet, yeah, without going too deep into it, in the final <laughs> episode, he has a bunch of the helmets, and none of them are particularly useful. <laughs> no, and it's fine. It's really one of them is, I guess. It's the only one that really gets used. To be fair, you find you find out later on. Um, and the CGI, we talked about it. Like it's clearly a TV budget, right? Yeah. It wasn't bad. There wasn't even oh, that much know. of it. The, the cow thing. Yeah. But that was like one thing for like yeah. one episode. I get mm, it. Yeah. Not, not great. So it's, like, I don't think it didn't need to lean on it. And that's kind of the point. I don't feel like it needed. Uh, it didn't need big CGI set pieces because of the world it was set in and how it was all set up. And the cow thing is almost supposed to be so ridiculous that you don't yeah. believe it's a thing. It's like, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Before we move on, then, do you have any tones and/or themes? That's what I was going to move on to. So, what well, I mean, timing? It's, it's the classic. It's almost like we've done this before. Yeah, it's the classic James Gunn like found family theme. 
He does love a fan family at the yeah. end, doesn't he? Like, it's like all of his... And yeah. a shitty dad. He yeah. loves a... Sh- Every single character in that Suicide movie, Suicide Squad movie, has yeah. a shitty dad. Yeah. It's it's that classic one. And then I, I would say like there's also like a, a theme or maybe a motif of like freedom of choice versus the greater good. I got nature versus nurture, which yeah. is a very similar point. Like, yeah. Also that with Peacemaker in particular. Absolutely. That's yeah, kind I of I mean, his, that's a massive theme. You're right. That's his like that complete arcs throughout the whole series. Yeah. And then um, he deals with a lot of the different political stuff, right? Like he definitely touches on, uh, he doesn't really make a statement one way or the other, but he definitely touches on it and how yeah. these things interact. And I, I think that he does kind of make a statement on it because Peacemaker seems to ag- acknowledge every time he's showing lots of white privilege. Like, I you know, think, like yeah. he do- because if he didn't acknowledge it, then I'd be like, well, what are you trying to say? But because he does and he grows as a character, yeah. he kind of points to like, this is what like white America needs to do. Like, I think of his arc through the yeah. show is exactly that. His arc through the show leads to him sort of acknowledging, you yeah. know, his own, <laughs> his own <laughs> fucking, it's good. Dickheadery, yeah. It it touches on a lot of pretty intense themes without, in a humorous way, without downplaying them. If that makes totally, sense, I think totally. it's, it, do, it does that really well. So give me a give me three best and three worst. The music, the literally my first yeah, one. The comedy, yeah, and I guess the smaller scale in general, and like how it all plays in together, <laughs> like with the small with the characters. All right, so mine is music. The humor and character focus. Yeah, just, I mean, it's like <laughs> it had to be at some, yeah, some point. Fair enough. I mean, like one. we just talked about it all, so let's not yeah. belabor the point. I think, yeah. What are you? What are you negatives then? What are you three worst? Because I really I struggled. Like, a lot of them I can't really say because they're spoilers. But I guess, like, I, honestly, none of them I can say. There's there was lots of buildups like that, like they were hinting that we're gonna have these major effects on the story that really okay. just didn't okay. have that big of an effect. We'll talk about story. that in a minute, but I, I didn't um, really feel that, but um, it's interesting you did. Yeah. Um, and then, no, I, I don't know. We can cut this if you think we need to. No deaths. Interesting. Literally no deaths. Minus the, the one dude. There was some deaths. There was one. None of the main well, there was one. set of characters. There was one from the main set. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it wasn't even that like, it was like the one you would care least about. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I I did think there was going to be a major death at the I end. I thought of because it. of James Gunn, he would you'd for sure. I thought he was going to go. Not that necessarily way. a negative, but just an observation. No, yeah, that's um, certainly interesting. I mean, I guess it is three worse, so it is a negative. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it literally fits within that hemisphere. Uh, and then like, yeah, I, I think that's, those are the two that I can come up with. I couldn't really come up with three. I, I have like three that are one, but we can't talk about it yet. Okay. So well, wait. I mean, yeah, my main one I'm going to talk about, we had spoilers, but I, I yeah. also, I, not as similar to what you said there. I, I think it occasionally became a bit predictable. Like you were a bit I, like, that's I, what I meant. Like the buildups were like, I already knew. Yeah. What was you could kind of see, but yeah. then I think that's just having seen so many of James Gunn's recent films and understanding the tropes he puts in. Like that's we joked about him having the, the sort of family, a terrible family fetish like it's it's yeah. true like you sort of getting used to it now you could do with maybe changing it up a little bit but all right let's do that let's do this big final question then is this better than aquaman 20 aquaman fucks fish so it's way better. <laughs> that's fucking fucked up he says he does yeah well, he acknowledged it well, he acknowledged the rumor well we'll talk about it in a second but is it better or worse than the movie it's better it is very, way better than aquaman 2018 and ironically spoilers for this from now on ironically aquaman Appears in this. In, he's like the only one Literally. in it. Literally. No, well, it's got um, Barry, well, whatever his name is, the Flash guy. It does have him and it has like the outline of Gal, yes. Gal Gadot. Yes. And honestly, and the outline, the outline of, of, of Batman as well. 
There is I, an outline of Batman. He, they don't that? mention him, though. Interesting. Like, I I, he there was, was one. It. it was the whole Justice League. Interesting. He's like, oh, way to get here late, asshole. So, so the, the, to preface this, what happens is at the very end, just as everything's finished and they win, they win the big final battle, the Justice League show. Yeah. And, like, and it sort of answered that question of why don't you bring in the Avengers to every single yeah, Marvel movie? Yeah, it's like the shadow, and it's like the shadows. The only one that actually is like you get a full view of is uh well you get the flash and aquaman yeah it's the flash and aquaman and they met and flash basically takes piss out of him for fucking fish yeah and they're and they're both <laughs> about to have new movies so you can see why like of they're the course. only ones that are guaranteed of to have course. movies so like confirmed in the dc universe well it is yeah it always was so was it's it? a suicide squad movie was it though i don't know who knows yeah i don't know with these movies anymore they're a bit yeah. they're a bit all over the place aren't they i really like that cameo and i thought it gave a lot of credence to you know you do always say that if you've seen anything like this like this is a world ending event well, that's the humor right like yeah exactly and, I, and I really appreciate part of the that. course for this show so we talked about the plot and we didn't really go into it in much detail but the kind of main plot is these butterflies which take over humans right so they kind of like a parasite yeah they when basically goes into you you die basically burying them you die and then you become part of the collective and they are trying to save this the cow which is sort of their food source, right? And they're and our, our sort of task force X find out about this cow, and they're then going to move it, and it's trying to get them. The cow is the only thing that can feed the butterflies. Exactly, that's the cow they die. The last thing, last thing, last thing from their planet. And this is my massive issue of this film. This is it. Like, this is the problem. This is just the same, effectively the same thing as Suicide Squad was. <laughs> it's it's a parasite, but you become part of the collective. You die when it comes in you, and they've got to stop it. It's the same. Like, it's the same thing. It's a bit different. It's the same thing it's with a, a bit, twist on the it's end. It's a bit different, but it's not uh, it's the same. No, it's a bit, it's a bit different because like, it, it like it, it is it is very similar, but it's it's the the difference is like one was like a mindless thing that wanted to kill fucking everyone after. Actually, it wasn't mindless. No, he right? didn't. Right, he just right. didn't. He just wanted to be left alone. But he wasn't, was he? He was not. No, you're right. It is very similar. And, he was and it's taking... also like this big, like the CGI was quite similar too. It was exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't um, think the, I don't think the cow was controlling them though. That's probably the main difference. I think it was just their no. food sauce. But also like, what does the cow eat? Great question. That's the plot hole. I thought you were That is add. a big plot hole. <laughs> what does it eat? Well, because, uh, is it the only one that doesn't eat that's so weird. I didn't Something even think that, about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, how does it survive? How does it shit? I mean, I don't care how it shit. I just <laughs> care how it survives. What, how does it survive? Look, I'm clearly nitpicking in that respect. Like, I did, I genuinely like this, but it was like a parasitic mind control thing, which, you know. But it wasn't really the villain. Like, the villain was the dad. Well, the You know the what vil- I mean? Like, it was, was like the, the it was like the antagonist, but not really. The villain were the butterflies. They were but trying to take really over the though. world. Not really. Like yeah, it, like it's it's You're like talking the, about subplot. It's the classic James Gunn thing. Like, there's an antagonist, and then there's like the real antagonist. Like, there's like the character antagonist, which was like, I would say, Peacemaker's dad and Amanda Waller. Right. And then like the, the the fake antagonist is like this misunderstood monster. Uh-huh. Like that's what he did. You're right in Suicide Squad. I, I feel like that's, you know, he doesn't really do it as much in Guardians. I'm trying to remember each one, but there's like there's been oh, two. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Each each of them. Um, I like yeah I agree with you I would have loved it if there had been some reference to Amanda Waller having some some connection to the T1 I'm going to call it the T1000 to uh, <laughs> to Peacemaker's dad like that would have been that would have made more sense because like it would have like, that was my complaint like lots of buildups that didn't really surprise or change anything yeah. like the whole yeah. Amanda Waller putting her kid in like okay like that amounted to literally one argument you knew with it was going to be that all along that's all it was though. Yeah. I thought it was going to have a bigger overarching thing like she's the one doing it. like why did she do it yeah all just she to needed pro- the money apparently but like all just to prove 
that Peacemaker was like, there was no need to do that. He was already in custody. What was the point of making him look like an incel? Like it really didn't amount to anything. I didn't really understand that either. Yeah. um, I did enjoy the subplot with his father, probably more than the main subplot with the butterflies. Yeah. And so the interesting thing about that subplot is that John Cena essentially gets his revenge and shoots his dad in the head, which is, it's it's a nice scene because he sort of like breaks out of who he was being told he was being at the time. Yeah, but it ties well back to his origin story. Yeah, but the the most interesting part I found of that was the the after effects. There was that now that sort of like his conscience that or like a bad yeah, conscience which is sort of the Jiminy around. Cricket anti Jiminy Cricket. So interesting. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that. I also thought like the like lover. What was her name? Um, Adebayo's Adebayo Adebayo's partner. Yeah, like I just thought that plot like didn't really. Go anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Like it was kind of like, okay, like I like give it more than like, she was just there to be the whiny girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know why. It didn't really like need to even exist. It was an odd one. I I mean, outside of having the, were they dogs or cats? Outside of Because it was also kind of ridiculous. Like you wouldn't just do this for the money. Like this is actually like what levels above. You say that though. Imagine you were pretty broken. Like someone turned around to you and went, give you a million dollars. All you got to do is. I, I guess, but they like made real light of it. Yeah. You know, like it should have been a harder thing for her then. True. Like she was making real light of it. I'm like, what is the, like, this is really casually. You're just killing people now. I felt like she, she was just resigned to doing it. Like she, she's like, it took her so much to do it that she finally snapped and she was doing it. So she just resigned herself to whatever happens, happens type thing. Yeah. And then she obviously has an arc throughout the show of getting to the point where she's done these horrible things and she does not want to do this anymore. So that's kind of cool. I like that as well. I thought. I thought her arc was done really well. I didn't think her arc was bad. I just, I didn't understand. Like, it just kind of felt like you didn't need these other characters in it. Yeah. And it could, like, I don't know. Did uh, you, I, did you like the, the hardcore peacemaker, will they, won't they? I kind of liked that that was kind of, I mean, that's your Peter Quill oh, and Gamora, hard, hardcore. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you said the hardcore. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was good, but like, they didn't end up doing anything, right? It's, no, but I like that. There's a little, little hand action. Little, little hint little, little, little hint holding of the hands. I thought she was going to die. I really did. Same. I thought she was toast. I think it would have been better. If she, she's. I think she's James Gunn's partner, if not wife. Oh, I thought she was dead. I did too. You know she's also in Zombie Stripper. Really? A movie that I definitely want to see. <laughs> I've never even heard of the film Zombie Neither Stripper. Neither have I until I looked up her IMDb. But she must be... Top list. Yeah. Great. Perfect. She's, she is the Zombie Stripper. She's zombie Stripper. She's also in... Um, what was the other one? There was Zombie Stripper Brightburn, the other superhero movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, she's in Brightburn. I need to see it. I've yeah. been wanting to watch that for ages. I never saw it, but she's in it. I, you've just I know. Reminded. I'll tell you which one I'm watching first. <laughs> which? Tell me. Zombie stripper. I'm watching course. Brightburn. I don't know, actually. Brightburn's got uh, Elizabeth Banks in it, and I'm not a big, not a big fan of her. Nah. She's all right. Can't win them all. Yeah, she's fine. So, like, getting back to it, I really like the dynamic of the sort of growing family vibe. I think that's a very James Gunn. And then you've got the two who are like, will they, won't they? And you've got, like, the... You've got Diebeard, who's like the geeky other one, and you know what it is? It's real it's, fun. James Gunn is actually really—it's similar to Marvel in the sense that, like, it's formulaic. Yeah, but it's just like more. F- it's just as funny as like the best funny Marvel ones, but less like kid kitty. Yeah, it's kind of the same yeah. thing. Like, it's just a it's little Guardians of the Galaxy without the kid in it. Yeah, it's yeah. just what he's doing with DC. It's just like like more adult. Yeah, I'd be intrigued to know where it goes with the second. With the second one, because if, I mean... What, the second Suicide Squad? No, the second episode of Peacemaker. Cause it's oh, been, is he doing another one? It's renewed for a second. But uh, is he writing it? Good question. I'm not yeah. entirely sure. Because there's a great piece of trivia about that. If you would like to let's maybe go, scoot on to trivia super quickly. I, I mean, we talked a lot about this. I don't think there's any more to cover in spoilers, right? 
No, I think we're good. It wasn't. I, that's what I'm saying. There wasn't like most of this plot you knew. I mean, the main the main guy running the squad is a butterfly. That was yeah. the main thing, and they were trying to actually save humanity. We didn't talk about that, but I mean, really didn't have a lot of relevance. It didn't have a lot of relevance to the plot. Yeah. Like he died really quickly. Like we got that discovery, and then they died <laughs> immediately. <laughs> that, like immediate yeah. immediately after that reveal, you, you didn't have enough time to emotionally connect with it. Really, outside. which was kind of the funny part. Like I think that was actually purposeful. It was like, Probably. and then Peacemaker just kills him. He's like, America, freedom. We get to choose our America. idiotness. You know? Yeah. Like, I think that actually might have been. a a point he was making anyway so trivia super quickly then james gunn wrote the entire first season in eight weeks during the covid quarantine out of pure boredom true not actually believing the series would ever get picked up oh i don't know about the last part but true it's all true yeah Yeah. he didn't believe he was gonna get picked up he just wrote out boredom just like the character so he just went run with it (laughs) i love that about james gunn he picks these weird characters that's epic. I mean, usually that's like that's like the creative spark when something inspires you, just run with it. Absolutely. Yeah, he picks it, it, he finds it in the weirdest places. <laughs> All right. So the show producers cite the drama uh, Breaking Bad as an influence for the show. Odd. Hmm. I mean, like maybe, but like don't really see that. I'm going to say false. It's actually better called Saul. Yeah. They like the personal... The personal nature of it and how it was very I never saw that, but I've heard good things. Haven't haven't seen it either. It's yeah. apparently really good. So third and final one, you're on two for two here. You're doing really well. In fact, you've been doing well this last yeah, few weeks. I'm, I'm just not as... Uh, <laughs> you just give me credit. You I'm could. just not as good as I thought I was. You could just give me some credit. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, here you go. In the show, we have John Cena, who plays the son of Robert Patrick, the T-1000 himself. Yeah. In Cena's first acting role, a film called Marine in 2006... They actually played the hero and the villain of the piece with Cena being the hero and Patrick being the villain. Is that Well, true? Patrick does oh, look like a villain. So yes. I'm going to say that looks like it's true. And I know that Cena was in the Marine. So I'm going to say true. It's very true. I yeah. really like that. It's yeah. so interesting. And James Gunn seems to find, have a way of finding actors who have good chemistry and bringing yeah. it together as well. I know we're waxing there about James Gunn, but he is... <laughs> he is a you're, very, you're a big fan of James He's Gunn. a very good I, I like him a lot. I think that uh, like he is, he's really good. But I also think like he also has his tropes. Like, he does. We... we, we you know, all these superhero movies, they, except for the Batman, the Batman. which is very different. Um, they all kind of follow a tropey. They do a little bit. Okay, like, I don't know, structure. Well, that was our rambling. Less rambling. We're in the same room. We can do this. It's fantastic. <laughs> Less rambling lags. discussion about yeah. Peacemaker. We both apparently really liked it. It was better than Aquaman. So let's shift on quickly one. to correspondence. Do you do you have any correspondence this week, DL? We've got uh, a, I did. We've got I, a I, few. Some correspondence around um, from friend of the show dean he, who said you know talking about batman batman is still in the course still a hot topic weeks after still the highest grossing movie um and said he loved it he loved that there was just no jokes <laughs> like there was like one joke and he was like i, I don't even remember that being one there joke was a uh, there is a joke got a lot of cats <laughs> it's the only joke in the movie but he's like he, he loved that he was like it was just a different vibe than marvel so like people are loving the batman interesting I'm still loving it too. A yeah, uh, friend too. of the show, Andy, who jumped on uh, the show previously to do our Captain America episode, uh, actually messaged back about it. Um, <laughs> he he hasn't changed his mind. He's still not he's still not feeling it. What was his complaint again? He said it was too long, which I'm kind of with. It was kind of very long. I mean, like, what did you like the Christopher Nolan ones? He did. They're fucking longer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they are. Uh, they're good. They're it's a damn, three hour movie. They're damn long, dude. I, one of them is like for sure as long. Uh, I don't Let's know. The, the Dark Knight's very long, but I don't know if it's longer than, than this. Anyway, 
Thank you, friend of the show, Dean. We very much appreciate it. Thank you, friend of the show, Andy. Your opinion is wrong and we hate you. (laughs) (laughs) You're never allowed back on this show. Um, If you want to get in contact with us, you can hit us up at Podcast Assemble, as did friend of the show, Matt Blisspod, who said, let's be honest, this is in relation to, what was that Ryan Reynolds movie that came out recently? The one we talked about briefly last week? The Adam Project. I keep wanting to watch it, the star or something. Don't. uh, The Adam Project. Yeah. He says, let's be honest, it looks like a Netflix, Netflix trash film. It does. But I'll watch it. Same. I'll watch it for Ryan. <laughs> I vibe. He said, Red Notice was nonsense. Uh, was but he bad. wisecracked his way through it and I enjoyed myself. Just hope he doesn't go the same way as Underground 6. I don't know, but everything you said, I agree with. I agree with Matt. Like, <laughs> everything you have said. I think I, I watched it for the same reason. It yeah. was not It was not good. Um, but like, it's one of those films that you almost can't avoid because it's Ryan Reynolds and Zoe yeah. Saldana and... It's a good fit. It's it's good for like a hungover Sunday where you just need something that's completely, you know, non. <laughs> you don't have to think about it. You can just sit in just the yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. It's the definitely dark, good for that. The Dark Knight Rises, two hours and forty four minutes. So it's longer than The Dark Knight Rises. It's it's like five minutes longer. Yeah, that was still longer. One. It'd be ten if you had that joke. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The Dark Knight Rises, great movie, but this one's better. Interesting. Would you agree? I'd say it's probably up there. We should do we should do a Maybe. YouTube video on our top top Batman films. Which ones we like the most? Yeah. Mine's obviously going to be 1997's Bat- yeah, Batman and Robin. Talking about it, yeah. <laughs> Never stop talking about it. Yeah. Speaking of Batman, uh, thank you very much, friend of the show Matt. Another friend of the show Matt. We've got so many fucking friends of the show Matt. We appreciate <laughs> it all of you. You're great. Thank you all for hitting us up. He hits up at Podcast Assembly again. Inboxes, and he sent us a meme every week. We ask for memes, especially. Especially superhero memes. I bloody love them. And he sent this one over. Do you want to explain this to our fantastic fans? It is uh, the Punisher (laughs) talking to Batman. I lost my kids. Batman says I lost my parents. (laughs) Then the Punisher says dot, 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 dot. Batman says dot, 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 dot. And the Punisher pushes him on a swing set. (laughs) This is really hard to like explain. It's a culmination of stupid shit. I love (laughs) it. I love it. Someone, someone's clearly gone. Someone's clearly gone. These characters are weird. Let's put them together. <laughs> Please do send us memes. We are at Podcast Assemble. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for all the friends of the show. Where can they find us? They can find us at the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com or Podcast Assemble on Twitter or on or Instagram. Instagram. Do you wanna, we have a Twitter. Do you want to close out the show? Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, remember to send us memes. Tommy, like, you know, I I don't really like reading memes without images, but Tommy (laughs) seems to love it. So send us some memes. Um, Passing the pod on to some friends would be great if you could. If you know someone Um, geeky enough to like this type of stuff. If you do, or give us a. I'll review. (laughs) Tommy demands a five star review. I do not demand this. A a, a review of any kind would be good. We got to thank Lockie, our social media guy. As always. Um, Thank you, Tommy, you know, for for editing. Thank you, DL. He, He does his best. (laughs) <laughs> he works with the garbage I give him and makes it somewhat passable. So with that, we're going to close it out. And thanks, everybody. And tally-ho. Tally-ho.